Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, Gainbridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder Gainbridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today at Gainbridge.io. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Well, I had said in June, remember J-Mac, I teased it two or three times. I said there's a dark horse to win the World Series team. And you said, you're kind of a baseball casual. Who would it be? And I said, over a course of two or three days, it's the Phillies. And uh, my team that I picked is in trouble, or are they? Game seven tonight. And I think we're collectively kind of pulling for the Phillies because of, you know, Bryce Harper. They've got some star power. The bank, it looks great. You know who's been at the game six last night and going to be at game seven tonight? Taylor Swift? Maybe. Lane <laughs> Johnson joining us live. Going to be a Hall of Famer, 11 years, four-time Pro Bowler, right tackle for the Eagles. Uh, now, now, did you grow up a big baseball fan in Oklahoma? Uh, I know they have good they have good sports. Or did you become a Philly fan because you got sucked into the energy? It's crazy on television. Did you just kind of get sucked into it? Uh, yeah, it was weird. So I grew up uh, close to Houston. So I was I was an Astros fan uh, growing up. And uh, ironic, they uh, um, played last year. So yeah, I was at the game last night. Didn't go the way we wanted to, but uh, big game tonight to. Uh, Hopefully, uh, send them to the World Series. So, I uh, guess some redemption for last year. Yeah, Bryce Harper just fits the city. By the way, so does the Tush Push. I didn't initially like it. I couldn't stand it. And my two reasons were it looks awful. And then I thought, yeah, all quarterback sneaks do. And then I thought guys will get hurt. <laughs> and I thought, well, guys get hurt on screenplays. What do I care? I mean, everybody gets hurt all the yeah. time. It's a pro football, right? And so then I kind of yeah. like, I watched it this week and I'm like, shouldn't I give the Eagles credit for innovation, Kelsey? Great O-line, and Jalen Hurts, the, the power lifter. And I thought, it doesn't get a yard. It gets three. This is innovation. Yeah. This is what Apple gets lauded for with their products in Silicon Valley. They create something nobody else can do. How do you view it? Uh, well, I'll tell you what, it feels awful a couple days after the game, uh, after going in there a few times. Uh, you know, I felt like, you know, uh, Brady was really good at it with the Patriots, um, you know, not not so long ago, but – you know, it really started out, I feel like, two or three years ago and we were successful with it. And then really um, just, I guess, how successful uh, we've been with it. I think it all starts with Kels, just him getting low and then, 
you know, you have Landon and Jordan on that side. That's, you know, probably the biggest side in football. So, um, yeah, I was, I was really surprised we ran it, um, you know, on that fourth down, the first one. Um, you know, I think we're on our own 26 and ended up going for it, uh, you know, twice on that series um, really to, you know, put us in the position to win the game. So, yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of talk's been, um, you know, been on this subject. So it's just one of those plays like we don't run it all the time, um, but, you know, we've been really successful at it. So, um, you know, I think it just starts with, uh, you know, Kels and then everybody else from there just surging in. You said it, you don't feel good after it. it. That's what the NFL worries about. Like, okay, so you tell me, when you do that six times a game, is it is it tough on the body? Yeah, but uh, what's weird for me is like usually, you know, I'm playing tackle, so I'm on the island. Usually I'm using my hands a lot more than what the guard or center uh, usually do or does. So, um, you know, it's pretty normal for them, but for the tackles, you know, we're going in and kind of dumpster diving. So, yeah, I think we get a little bit of taste. <laughs> I think we get we get a little bit of taste of what the centers and guards have to go through every play, so uh, it's a little bit of payback for us. Yeah, that's why right tackles last longer than centers. Dumpster diving's exactly yeah. right. So Nick Seriani, I really like Nick. I didn't. He had a press conference. I thought it was brutal. I thought this guy's not going to work. And then slowly over time, Jalen Hurts, the identity, Shane Steichen, he leaves. If I said to you, somebody had never met Seriani, all the coaches you've had, high school, college, pro. What does Nick do? Like, what is the thing? You've had coaches, all different specialties, position coaches, coordinators, head coaches. What's Nick's special sauce that he does that maybe other coaches haven't done as well? Uh, he's just very accountable. And just, just what you talked about, that press conference, I mean, as soon as he had it, he came into the team meeting room and said, guys, I, I just had a terrible press conference. And, uh, and uh, you know, kind of just uh, is really authentic to himself and um, – you know, I think another great attribute of his is uh, communication. So if there is any problems with the offense or defense, he'll let it be known and he'll um, do his best to uh, to solve the situation. So I think just the accountability and then the communication aspect with him is what is what made him so successful, um, you know, the past three years. You know what's interesting, um, Lane, Lane Johnson, by the way, for our radio audience, you guys are very unique. You're the only franchise in the league that you move off quarterbacks and coaches that win. Chip Kelly, mm -hmm. Nick Foles, Carson Wentz, Doug Peterson. You, This is a copycat league. If you win, you just sign guys. Everybody's terrified of getting yeah. fired. Philadelphia is like, yeah, we won a Super Bowl. We're going to try something else. It's very unique in this league, right? Like, that just doesn't happen in pro football. What's it like to be part of it that you're con – I mean, you just went and got a great safety from Tennessee. It's a constantly evolving machine. It feels different than the rest of the league, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm fortunate. I feel like we're, um, you know, very proactive in the building just with, you know, if we have any problems with our football team, we kind of address them and find our needs, and then we communicate, you know, pretty well with the, the veterans and, and start from there. I think, you know, Coach does a good job of, um, you know, putting a lot of – of um, responsibility on the veterans to kind of lead the group and um, and go from there. But yeah, I mean it's been uh, it's been fun. I know it's uh, I'm very fortunate to be a part of it. You know, there's a lot of the great players that play on not so good teams their whole career. But really, really over the past you know five years, we've we've done a good job of winning and getting in the playoffs. And even though we come up short or we we came up short last year, we uh, you know we feel like we're in a good position to to do some things this year. I was not a huge fan of Miami. I said, I think, um, 
I think if you get physical with them, they're fast. And when fast meets physical, in my lifetime, yeah. physical wins. Did you know in that game, did you have a sense, Lane? You respected them. They're dangerous. But did you sense watching film before the Miami game, we're going to eventually have our way in the trenches by the third and fourth quarter? Did you see that? Uh, yeah, I mean, but uh, they came out playing, you know, five down the whole game, so different than what we uh, were expecting. What, what's funny, you know, uh, Fangio was with us all last year, and so he got to see how we operate as offense. So it's kind of like, you know, he 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 knew everything that we were about to do. But uh, no, we knew defensively that they were sound. They had really good front, uh, good linebackers. Um, I knew offense. They may uh, struggle a little bit. Uh, Teron Armstead's out there, left tackle. Uh, you know, has been one of the best in the league for you know his entire career. So uh, I just felt like they they did a good job of pressuring Tua. Um, really eliminated the run game. I think that, that made him really one dimensional. Yeah. Uh, Tyrese is going to make his plays, which he did, uh, especially that one play. I don't know if you saw it, but he you know he outran the whole everybody <laughs> in, in the stadium. So um, yeah, we knew if we could if we could eliminate. Um, some of those plays and uh, stop the run game, we're going to have a chance. So, um, really, uh, defense played a played a heck of a game. Offense, we're not where we want to be. You know, we're still struggling in the red zone. Didn't have a good a great day third downs, but uh, found a way there. And um, you know, really that last drive or two drives to to seal it. So, um, you know, we're not clicking on all cylinders offensively. I feel like we haven't all year. So we still got a lot of work to do. By the way, you haven't allowed a sack in 44 games, which is just insane. Now, sometimes on the internet and television, people are like, Lane Johnson moved his right foot. He's cheating. Lane's moving up. What do you make when you see that with the, because you kind of, kind of created this like quick step and everybody, because you never give up a sack. Yeah, uh, you know what's the old saying? If they, if they can't be you, they hate you, right? So like when you see people say, Lane, you're moving early. What do you make of that? Uh, when I came in the league, I saw uh, Jason Peters get off the ball probably earlier than I did, so he was better <laughs> at it than I was. Um, I mean, when I watch Trent Williams, Trent Williams does the same thing. It's like for me, uh, you know, if you're in a 100-meter dash and uh, you're a second late off the start, you're going to lose the game. So for me, whenever uh, I'm late off the snap and you get turned, you're in a really bad spot. But, um, you know, I think with the streak, a lot of it goes to Jalen, too, uh, being mobile and elusive, yeah. um, you know. When you have a mobile quarterback back there, sometimes the rush approaches are a little bit different. Uh, the defensive ends don't want to break contain uh, or let him out of the pocket. So, you know, there's a lot that go that, that goes into that. Um, you know, obviously I have great talent next to me um, with the guards and centers. So uh, there's a lot that goes into it. A lot of it's luck, to be honest with you. Um, but, you know, my job is I try to get back off the line of scrimmage, stay square, and then, you know, uh, just react you know, you have such great athletes out there on the edge that you really have to be patient with your hands. Uh, these guys are really good at, um, you know, swat, swatting your hands and getting around the edge. So for me, it's all about being patient and knowing when to use my hands and then knowing when to change up my set lines. So, um, you know, with that, um, you know, been very fortunate. By the way, the Eagles win almost 65% of their games when Lane Johnson plays, 36% without him. He is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. As always, good luck. I'm jealous. I would love to be at Game 7 tonight. The Phillies are the most consumable, watchable team in the sport. And I love Bryce Harper. Good luck to the Phillies and the Eagles. Good seeing you again. You too. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. You bet. 11 years, four-time Pro Bowler. 
Uh, you know, Tristan Wirfs has that ability. Like, the Buccaneers are not the same team when Tristan Wirfs doesn't play. Lane Johnson has that for the Eagles. Like, when a right tackle has that much, I, I love the way he called it dumpster diving. Like, that's why centers get their hands mangled. It, it, you're dealing with a 340-pound nose. That is a lot of – he's dealing with an edge. Not saying they're not big and nasty, but sometimes in the interior – you get your hands all mangled up. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is HERD, H-E-R-D. New customers can bet 5 bucks, get $150 instantly in bonus bets. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with the code HERD, H-E-R-D. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call one. 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. CDK ng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? more confident, capable surgeons, and even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. I thought the tidbit about Vic Fangio being with them last year was fascinating. Like, you know, we spent all week looking at these games, looking for edges, breaking stuff down. I totally missed that. I did not hear anybody say Vic was with them last year, and it sounds like he kind of knew how to slow them down. I'm just I, obviously you have to watch the all twenty-two again, but they didn't run the ball effectively against Miami, and Miami's defense is not great. Thirty-four carries, ninety-nine yards. It's like three three yards a carry. That's bad for Philly. So really nice job. Could it be that the Eagles' red zone struggles are as simple as this? Jalen's not 100%, and they don't want to run him in a congested area. He's making mistakes. Well, and all, but they don't, and he's making mistakes because they're not just running it more in a congested area because he takes more hits in a congested area, and they don't want to do that as a staff. So you say, well, they're red zone. It could be 
based on the health of their quarterback. And their takeaway is, we want him healthy in November. We'll give up some red zone excellence early because we're winning these games anyway. Yeah, you know who's great between the 20s? The Eagles and the Falcons. And their quarterbacks have been turning the ball over at a crazy rate and the red zone efficiency starting to dial back. All right, let's start with the Detroit Lions. That's a rough loss they had to the Ravens, 38-6. I believe the Ravens had four touchdowns before the Lions had a first down, uh, Colin. Jared Goff, three turnovers. um, But he believes the team will respond in a big way in the Week 8 matchup against the Raiders. It was uh, no fun, and uh, you know, hats off to them. They they really got after us today, and uh, we got to respond the right way. We've been through a whole lot worse than this. This is a tough game. You know, we got our butts kicked, but um, this group's had a lot of uh, adversity, and this is kind of our first taste of getting kicked in the teeth this year and uh, yeah we need to respond the right way and um, show up whatever it is Wednesday whenever we come back and um, make sure we're ready to go uh, one of my favorite bets of the week like well, the like the Lions bouncing back so the, the numbers are varied uh, yeah. looks like eight at DraftKings eight and a half elsewhere nine in the desert which is kind of a leading uh, indicator. indicator of where it's going I think they're going to I don't think the Raiders are good at all no, and I think uh, who's going to be getting the snaps for the Raiders at practice yeah. this week? And like Josh Jacobs is good, not going to really have any room. Yeah, good teams that are humiliated. Yeah. My first rule: it's it. I love them. It's just a number. But, but I like, love Detroit this week. Concern about the secondary for Detroit. That, I mean, guys were well, wide open. Who, who's going to take advantage of it? Devontae Adams. Who's I mean, throwing it to him? Well, that's a that's a question. But if I'm Detroit, I'm I'm looking on the trade market. Where can I find a cornerback? We need a dude. Pittsburgh needs a guy. Their cornerbacks are getting roasted. Uh, trade market this coming week is going to be fun. Next up, Michigan. Ah, yes, you love oh. this story. Uh, you, oh, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't want to have a strong take on it because I have a feeling this is going to get worse for Michigan. That's just a gut feeling. Uh, but the Michigan staffer bought tickets for more than 30 games over the last three seasons at 11 different Big Ten schools, buying tickets across from the bench oh, on both boy. sides of the field, Colin. Uh, here's Deion Sanders chiming in. You could have someone's whole game plan. They could mail it to you. You still got to stop it. You still got to stop it. So in football, it's not as pronounced as baseball. If I know a curveball is coming, I'm, I'm, I got you. You know, with, with football, I don't give a darn. If you know a sweep is coming, you still got to stop it. Back in our glory days with San Francisco as well as the Cowboys, you know darn well Emmitt Smith is getting the ball. You know darn well Mike Irvin is running the comeback. You know darn well Jay Novacek is going to do what he's going to do, and you couldn't stop it. Somebody who would know baseball and football star Deion Sanders. Oh, boy. If you know it's an off-speed pitch, boom. Hey, we're going to do the tush-push. The whole stadium knows nobody can stop it. Okay. But, Tom Brady to Edelman on third down and six. Gronk or Edelman. The whole stadium knew where the ball was going. Couldn't stop Remember it. Remember that Chiefs drive at home? Uh, uh, the Patriots were driving in the AFC title game, and they went to Gronkowski on third down like three straight times. Everybody knew it was coming. Gronk still made the play catch. But the bigger picture, is this just another thing that Jim Harbaugh is going to roll his eyes at and says, you know, I don't need to deal with this crap. Get me out of here. You know what he's going to roll? he is leaving to you know the he's going to roll? Ohio State in about eight weeks. Do you watch Ohio State's offense? That's going to be whoa, Michigan. I would say edge Michigan for sure. Uh, I did see the greatest college football stat this season. J.J. McCarthy, the great quarterback, who I have as a top 10 pick. Other people oh, late on. first round. Okay. 
He's taken four dropbacks in the fourth quarter this season. Four. That's it. What if there's a tight game, Colin? Could be a little dicey. I, I do like Ohio State. Isn't it kind? But isn't it kind of embarrassing? If you're an athlete, instead of acknowledging this guy beat me, he's stealing signs. It's like years ago, there was a fight years ago where a boxer had like plaster inside of his oh, glove. Geez, that's, now that's different. Yeah, yeah. That is completely unethical, not just illegal, but completely unethical. Or if you were, you know, you were a boxer. I mean, you were Jose Altuve with something under your jersey okay. tapping. Okay. Uh, so, so no, no, what's coming? Those cheaters in Houston. I'm so yeah. glad they lost. But at some point, you have to acknowledge as an athlete. You know, I, I gotta, I gotta make stops. I gotta make buckets. Well, the tush push is not cheat. That's not in the same realm of what Michigan is allegedly. And, and by doing. the way, it's not as you go in with a game plan and scripted plays. And then after about the twelfth play of a game, just go make plays. Okay. I mean, the NBA. Have you ever heard of NBA huddle? They'll do these NBA huddles during playoff games, and everybody comes over there gassed. <laughs> and then you'll hear Kerr go, "Hey." Just keep moving. <laughs> They're not on. diagramming squat. They're just like, hey, hey, make sure if you come up on that high screen, watch. He tends to cheat on it. That's the huddle. Like after your 12 scripted play and your situational stuff. Mm. I mean, I, I just, the, the deception is not winning Super Bowls. It's not. It's uh, playmaking by a quarterback in the fourth quarter. So Bill Belichick recording the uh, walkthrough for the Rams. You didn't nothing. think that was anything? Zero. Nothing, Burger. Jeez. Man, you love cheating. Okay, got it. Uh, final story. Uh, De- Denver Nuggets defend their title tonight. They raised the banner on LeBron and the Lakers in L.A. Despite how things kind of ended weird. Uh, I don't think these teams like each other. Denver did a lot of jaw jacking to LeBron and uh, Anthony Davis. Um Austin Reeves is adding that LeBron understands and trusts their roster. Colin, what do you got? 50 wins for the Lakers? 45? Uh, 50-ish. I think um, I think Miami, everybody is selling Miami Heat oh, stock. Of course. I think they'll be, uh, take the over on the Heat. People give are, me the under. Give me the under. Okay, I think... Um, I think the Bucks will rest a lot of their older players... I think Brooke Lopez, Middleton, Dame will play like 58 games, like that 60 games. So I don't think their regular season record. I mean, they brought Dame over for one reason. Fourth quarter's playoffs. So a lot of these teams, and watch what Phoenix does. Phoenix is going to give either Beal, Durant, or Booker, although less frequently, a night off all the time. You'll have two of the stars, not three, unless it's a big game against... You know, like a Denver or a Lakers. So Phoenix has three dead-eye scores. Yeah. They don't need to play all three. They'll get enough chemistry. Colin, I, I look at the Lakers. I look at one through ten. I don't know if there's a better one through ten in the league. I'm not even kidding. Some of these teams are top-heavy. Boston doesn't have a bench anymore. Milwaukee don't have much of a bench. Suns, Grayson Allen's their bench. Lakers, they've got some depth, man. If LeBron could stay healthy and AD could stay healthy. And Rui and Austin Reeves. Rui Hachimura. He's good. Oh, can't wait. Very excited. Open tonight. J-Mac with the news. From the versatile EQB to the sublime EQS sedan, Mercedes-Benz has gone all electric. Check out their stuff, mbusa.com slash EQ. More NBA. Rachel Nichols stops by. That'll be fun. A lot of stuff to talk about. Opener tonight, World Series. 
You can see it in the horizon. We have a game seven tonight in the National League. A couple of NBA games. It's all next. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen nicotine pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zinn is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zinn won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zinn. Find your Zinn online or in a store near you at zinn.com find. That's zyn.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Well, she's covered as many big events as anybody in our space. 25 years, NFL, NBA, six Olympics, uh, March Madness uh, for another network, golf. Uh, We're so glad to have Rachel Nichols. NBA starts tonight, and I think we both love the NBA. Yep. I uh, grew up in the Pacific Northwest. We didn't win a lot of titles, but uh, and the, everybody hated the Lakers, but that's what makes the NBA stars, villains. Your team beat my team, though. I, I grew up a Washington Bullets fan. Kevin Grevy, so, Wes Unsell, baby, 100%. So I, of course, you know, was too young to see them actually win the title, and then by the time 
I was old enough, your team was beating them for the title and then on and on. And it's been a few decades since they were in even a conference finals. But who's who's keeping track? People, it's opening day. Everybody has a clean slate. Everybody wins. The 70s, it just, they took turns. Everybody yes. went in titles, no dynasties. Okay, let's start about the Suns' big three. And you and I were talking in the hallway a few hours ago. Is I'm really excited for it. It's yes. very rare. When Shaq and Kobe were together, it was the only time in my life the two best closers, one perimeter, one interior, were on the same team. I could argue you have, this is very rare, three elite perimeter closers. Yep. It may not be Katie, Steph, Clay, but it's a reasonable facsimile, is it not? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's good enough. I mean, KD, Steph, Clay was so elite. They were so far leaps and bounds over anyone else. There wasn't even any competition. This being not quite that version still means they're pretty good, right? I mean, it's an incredible collection of talent. And the fact that you have Devin Booker at the center of it in his prime is sort of the key factor to me. He turns 27 next week. This is a guy who's already scored 70 points at age 20. I mean, he has so much growth between now and then, and he has so much more growth to go that you can have the luxury of having KD as your sniper who might be hurt sometimes, right? right? I mean, this matchup tonight, there's a lot of people billing it KD versus Steph. It, it's, you know, not really KD's team. It's Devin Booker's team. And KD, by the way, has said he's perfectly fine with that, and so is Bradley Beal. So <clears throat> I like DeAndre Ayton, but I do feel like he would have been lost in this offense. I liked the move to move off him. How did it play in Phoenix? What is the sense? Because he's very talented. Yeah, absolutely. I like Dan Drayton, too. I think he is going to thrive somewhere. But he wasn't thriving there. And that's the bottom line. They tried a bunch of different fits with him. They tried a bunch of different strategies. They weren't happy with his growth. He wasn't happy with how the franchise was treating him. That was a marriage that needed to dissolve and have the parties go elsewhere. So I think that Phoenix got value in making that trade. Just a little bit of subtraction there, addition by subtraction. Right. Not because he's a bad guy, but just because the fit wasn't working. And now that bad juju is out of the locker room. And then you have a guy coming in, Nurkic, who's one of the more cheerful it, guys in the a, NBA. It, yes, that's a great point. And he's also played behind a ball-centric guy, Dame, yep. and C.J. McCollum. So yep. like, he knows how to be the third guy and get points. Absolutely. So I think that they've got a great, you know, they got a lot more depth than they did right after that KD trade when it gutted the team. Yeah. I'm a big Frank Vogel fan. I think that he is underrated in the league in terms of being additive. He's not a Hall of Fame coach yet, but he yeah. is obviously someone who brings more to a team than just being a nanny or a babysitter. Right. And I think that's going to provide an interesting dimension for them especially defensively. He's a defensive-minded coach. Yeah. He has put that stamp on the Pacers when he started out, so how he won a title with the Lakers, and then now with this team, I think they have another good shot to be there when it counts at the end. I don't know what in the world it's going to look like. I am fascinated with Chris Paul to the Warriors. Dude. It's, I don't know what it's <laughs> That was look. a knock-you-over with a feather moment. They're, they're getting smaller. Think, think about all of the battles out here in California between Chris Paul's Clippers and Steph Curry's Warriors over the years. Oh, it was hate. How it was nasty it got. Brutal. The idea of those two in the same uniform playing on the same floor for the same team is bonkers. But I'm it, still not ready. But Draymond has put his arms around him. They all have. Steph, Steph high was, IQ team. Yeah. No, they know. They That is such a smart team. They understand how much chemistry and joy is the key to their success. Steph was going around with Chris Paul at Summer League back in July in Las Vegas. They have really made an effort to bring him into the fold. It's going to be interesting. There's reports out there that Chris Paul could start tonight. That's right. There's been a lot of back and forth. Should he play on the bench? Should he not? Good coaches sometimes let those superstar players who are in the later parts of their career find out for themselves 
it's time to go to the second unit. So we saw that when Dwayne Wade went to Cleveland and yeah. Ty Lu said, yeah, okay, you, you think you're still a starter? You start for the first 10 or 11 games. Let's see how it goes. And then the proof is in the pudding, and it's easier for that guy to move back to the second unit. So we'll see if that's what happens here. Honestly, it's about who finishes the games, not who starts them. Right. And I don't think we'll see Chris Paul play as many minutes as some of the other starters because they want to keep those minutes down for him. Right. So he'll see him in and out. But I think he could benefit from the second unit there because he can run that in his style, which is a lot different than the Steph Curry sort of cutting running style. So Victor Wembanyama, uh, you know, I watch all these internet clips and there it's, sens- <laughs> it's sensational. It's crazy blocking shots. So um, pop, I, if I recall signed an extension right before they got him or near there. And my takeaway was cause pop wants to control the minutes and the games. Yeah. So I've been a believer. And I said this with Chet Holmgren on the air that when I get a uniquely gifted 7-2-7-3 player, I'm playing you 58 the first year, 68. Mm-hmm. You're not going to go from international ball no. to that tunnel of cardio. Uh, and it, NBA has always been a more physical league than people that don't go to the games realize. What are your expectations for Victor? I mean, he's been incredible so far, even in the leap from where I saw him when I was in Vegas at Summer League to the preseason. We've seen him develop super fast, so that only indicates he's going to be a quick learner when he plays real NBA games. I don't think basketball fans across the country, forget San Antonio, could have had a better thing happen than the marriage of Greg Popovich and Victor Webanyama. Here is a guy who is poised to be one of the biggest stars possibly in the history of the league over the next 15 years. And the fact that he is not going to be with a coach who doesn't know what to do with him on a team that has a bad culture or losing culture, which is what happens a lot of time when you're drafted number one overall, he is going to the Greg Popovich finishing school of basketball. (laughs) And I absolutely think you're right. He's going to monitor his minutes. Greg sees the big picture. He knows what's ahead for Victor Webanyama. He's already done this with Tim Duncan. He's already done this with David Robinson. And for Victor, he talked really openly that San Antonio was his first choice before they were even positioned to do well in the draft lottery because if you think about the history of international players there, French players there, he reveres Greg Popovich and that's another great ingredient into a good season for him. So um, I thought the Westbrook addition to the Lakers was odd. Not that Russ won't be um, um, a Hall of Famer but it was a weird fit. Well, it didn't fit. And so they move off it. Darvin Ham, who I think has been greater than any expectation. Totally agree. Darvin works for the room. He's respected. He's a grinder. He's terrific. LeBron has totally bought into him. And Anthony Davis have. Yeah. He played through injuries last year, played through some pain. Um, I, listen, I know LeBron's going to give me 55. Anthony Davis, 65. Uh, is it realistic, one through eight, nine, are they in the building? Do they feel like nobody's paying attention to us. Because everybody's like, Suns, Bucks, Celtics, Nuggets. You talking about the Lakers or the Clippers? Yeah, the Lakers have kind of an underdog feel, right? I don't know. The way the Lakers are covered in the media, could they ever be underdogs? I mean, they are half of the national conversation a big chunk of the time. I, I, I think that they are a great, deep team. I think they absolutely have a chance to match or even better at their performance from last season when they made it to the Western Conference Finals, right? Um, I just think, to me, you have to give the defending champs 
the respect until they show you that they're in the middle of a championship hangover, until they show you that they've lost a step. You have to give them the respect to say that they're the favorites for this year because their team is largely intact. They have one of the greatest players we've seen in decades in Nikola Jokic. They have yeah. Jamal Murray, who could be a number one on a lot of other teams. Yeah. Great coaching, great togetherness in that locker room. So I'm going to always give them the benefit of the doubt until we see otherwise, but I think the Lakers will be right there. And and no LeBron James team is an underdog. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just... It's it's not. So, um, you know, Milwaukee, I, I said this earlier that I feel like Dame is a little bit um, with Giannis. It's got a LeBron-Wade feel. Wade was a one-title guy. Here comes LeBron. He's a three-title guy. And the conversation with D-Wade is really great player to icon, legend. Um, there's a lot of pressure, though, in my opinion, on Milwaukee. Dame's older, mm-hmm. smaller, broken down recently. Um, and Giannis wasn't sticking around if you didn't give him Dame. Usually, I don't think of Milwaukee as pressure. I think of Boston pressure, sure. L.A. pressure. I kind of think there's pressure on Milwaukee to be good quickly. You know what? Giannis took a whole lot of pressure off them yesterday by signing that extension. I mean, the idea, he even came out and said, just six weeks ago, he came out and said, I am not signing anything until next summer. And it was financially smarter, frankly, for him to wait until next summer. And there was a feeling even after the Dame trade that he would wait and see how it worked out. He didn't do that. Giannis doesn't like those questions hanging over him. Will you resign? Won't you resign? He said that before. And he obviously has decided the way he wants to run his business is you give me the tools I think I need to win. That's enough for me. I don't have to win for me to resign. I have to know I have the respect of the organization to give me everything I'm asking for. He signed his last big contract just a month after Drew Holiday came to town. That's right. And the fact that he's signing this one just after Dame comes to town tells you a lot about Giannis and, and the way he approaches basketball and that he's in it to win it. He's competitive, but he understands that they have a team now that can win it, and he is all in on that. Yeah, Lakers, to me, are the deepest team with Denver. I think Phoenix, Milwaukee, and Boston, I love their starting roster. I'm mm-hmm. not sure there's a ton of depth. So I And by the way, Denver was not a great bench-scoring team last year, so we sort of overvalue benches. Yeah. Do you got about six guys? What, what a Pat Riley, six guys? Right. What, it's like seven guys deep, basically. You know, I mean, the eight max at, during the playoffs. So I, I think it's the guys that you're talking about on the floor. Superstars win playoff games. That's just a fact. It's nice to have a big bench, and it's nice to have depth, and it definitely makes a difference, but let's not kid ourselves. It's the guy at the top of the lineup. It's the two or three guys at the top of the lineup, and Milwaukee has that. Yep. Rachel Nichols, so glad to have you. 25 years of covering the NBA, the NFL, six Olympics, golf. We are very lucky to have you. NBA season starts tonight. Lakers in the Mile High City. Suns at the Warriors. Can't wait for both. Thank you. Thank you, sir. For making time for us. We'll see you tomorrow live in Los Angeles. It's the Herd. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. 
An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.